0: Welcome to Eyes to See podcast. My name is Brittany, and I am so grateful that you are here and that you are taking the time out of your busy day to listen to this particular episode. It's been a few weeks since I have released an episode. Um, I have been busy working on some projects that I will. Um, share with you probably next week. Um, but so thank you for coming back and for listening and still being here and for all the love and support. I'm really excited about this episode of called sleeping tigers. Um, hopefully that got your attention a little bit. Like what is she talking about? Um, it has nothing to do with tigers. So don't worry. (laughs) We're not going to the animal kingdom today. Um, the reference of sleeping tigers is actually from a game that I used to play when I was little. We would play it all the time, um, at family parties with cousins. Um, it was my favorite game to play with my aunt and uncle. And we would always have honestly, probably like at least 10 little little kids ranging from different ages. And it was so much fun. I remember just having a blast. So there was simple, simple rules, and this is probably the most brilliant game that you could play with little kids, or even big kids for that matter, if you need some quiet and stillness, honestly. So the rules were this, everybody lays down on the floor, and you pretend like you're sleeping, that's where it comes with the sleeping tigers, and the this is the only thing that you you can't do and you can't talk and you can't move. So if you do either one of those things and you get caught by whoever's watching, you're out super easy. And so I remember specifically, my aunt and uncle would be walking around us and they would try to distract us and make us laugh or make us move. Um, And, but we took it very seriously Um, I'm sure my cousins would tell you like it was kind of, it was like a serious fun game of the sleeping tigers. But the main part that I love about this game now, especially that I am older, I have my own kids, is that these 10 kids that are having fun were silent. No movement, no talking, nothing. It was a silent game, which is fantastic. And, and it wasn't just for a minute either. I mean, this game could go, honestly, like 10, 15 minutes, sometimes even longer, of silence, right? And so I want you to think for a second, do you remember the last time you were in a place that it was silent? No phone, distractions, no TV, no noise. And you may be thinking... That sleeping counts, but it doesn't count. Because <laughs> I I was thinking, well, I, sleeping, you know, <laughs> but if we're being honest with that, when we're sleeping, yes, our body needs that rest, but we still need to have a moment of stillness in our lives. So I think you and I, all of us, could agree that it might have been some time that it's been since you have just sat in silence, or it's been a moment where you can sit there and think about your thoughts and feelings. And so how did we get here? How did our lives get so busy and change so much that we're just on this go, 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 go all the time? And I think sometimes when we're constantly going, 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 and there's so much going on around us that then that causes that feeling of stress. And you might be able to relate with this from my personal experience that your stress can affect your sleep. It can affect your emotions, your physical health, and even your relationships that stress can can affect you. And so how do you cope with stress? I mean, I think everyone probably does something different, and especially with what works for you is probably different for what works for someone else. So today, I want to talk about the power of stillness, and there is a book with that exact title, The Power of Stillness, that I will be referencing a lot from today. And so I encourage you to find this book and read it. Um, I'm, I haven't even finished the book yet. I think I'm on chapter five. And I've already learned so much within the first few chapters. And I'm already hooked. And so I, I love it. And so I wanted to share some insights from this book that really stuck out to me just in these first few chapters. Um, so in the beginning of the book, it talks about um, how people are scared of silence. So I want you to think for a moment, are, is that, are you one of them? Are you scared to be in a room or wherever you are where it could possibly be just absolutely silent? Nothing is in the background, okay? Um, in this book, it, it talks about that one Harvard study found that two-thirds of men And a fourth of women were willing to voluntarily shock themselves rather than sit in silence in an empty room with no distractions for 15 minutes. So I don't know if you caught that, but they had like a little shocker in the room. And... they they could, if they couldn't sit in silence, they could shock themselves. Now, you may be laughing and thinking, because when I read that, I was like, what? Like, seriously? But I don't know. I think I would be fine with sitting in silence for 15 minutes. I think I actually would embrace it. But there are people, and you might be one of them, that You are scared to be in that place. You are scared to be in silence. I know sometimes when we sit in silence that your mind is just like going, 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 and that can be hard to manage sometimes. And so with the numbers as high as they were, because it was two-thirds of men and one-fourth of women were willing to shock themselves instead of sit in silence. I was thinking, you know, why is this? Why why is that? What's happened? Where why are we so afraid of that stillness? And so here we live in this modern world of technology that surrounds us. Google, Siri, Walmart delivery, Amazon, the internet. And look, all of those things are great. Don't get me wrong. And if I'm being honest, I think I use all of them <laughs> every day. <laughs> Except for probably Walmart delivery, but um, but it's no wonder why our we have this mentality that we need when we need something, we need it right now. No waiting, no patience. And um in this book, The Power of Stillness, they reference the phrase, and I love this because you might have remembered when this movie came out. But the phrase, quote, we must go faster, unquote. And they were referencing if you were ever being chased by an angry T-Rex. Can you name that movie? We must go faster. Any ringing your bells? <laughs> I'll tell you, if you didn't get it yet. Jurassic Park. Everyone knows the scene, And that the T they're in the Jeep and they're trying to get away and the T-Rex is after them. And, um, the guy that's facing the T-Rex is like says as calmly as can be, we need to go faster. (laughs) So in that moment, absolutely. That makes sense, right? You're being chased by a dinosaur. So of course you're going to run fast and you need to go fast. But does this really apply to Shopping at the grocery store, or finishing a conversation, or even getting through a bedtime story with one of your kids, and even normal activities are often be often being experienced too intensely. Um, so, this is another study that they talked about in the book that it showed commuter commuters okay commonly reported greater sh- levels of stress. Than fighter pilots, and riot police. And I thought about that for a second. And where we live out here in Colorado Springs, um, we really don't have traffic. I mean, we do, but it's not traffic compared to other cities. For example, if you have ever been in D.C. traffic or Austin, Texas traffic or California for that matter, I mean, seriously, you could probably understand why you'd have the stress of a fighter pilot or a riot police in those moments. And I would agree. I remember one time we got stuck in traffic in D.C. and we were not moving. And there, and it's not like there's only like two lanes of traffic. It's like, goodness, I don't even know, eight lanes? And it was like at a standstill. Whew. Yeah, that that was, I still can remember how I felt in that moment. So I would agree with that study 100%. So my question for you is this. We've talked about how there are certain things that can cause us stress or that our lives are honestly busy. And they are. Don't get me wrong. I know that they are. So how do we take a moment to rest and relax? Um, another study was in 2001. A scientist named Robert Putnam found that since 1965, and this was published again, like I said, in 2001. So there was a 56 years, you know, that he had researched that. So this was before Facebook. This was before Instagram. This was before games on your phone, um, that Americans gained almost six additional hours of watching TV. So that was before our social media kaboomed. Okay. So between that time, Americans added that much additional hours of time. So I can only imagine fast forward 20 years from that, this study, what the statistics would be today. I mean, You and I both know that we're constantly bombarded by smartphones or computers or iPads or tablets, and we constantly are hearing those little buzzes or beeps from every new text, social media update, emails, photographs. It's nonstop. And so you have this pull and tug of more and more, faster and faster, Less rest and more stress. And so you may be thinking, okay, <laughs> well, what do I do? How do I, how do I, I don't know how to do this. I have kids, I have a job, I have a calling in my church, I have family, I have teenagers, grandkids, I have cleaning, grocery shopping. I mean, the list can go on and on. And everyone's life is so different, and everyone is in different seasons of life. And so I have a few couple of helps that I wanted to suggest to you. And um, one of those is fight for a little more space the rest of your weeks. So when I had littles, um, my kids were little, this this finding little more space, would honestly sound impossible to me. I mean, there was no space, I felt. And even honestly, now that I have teen- teenagers with super strong personalities that can tend to be really loud <laughs> with their voices. Um, and, you know, of course, teenagers really love to get along, especially siblings, and they're just so kind and never fight. I don't know if you have that at your house, that they're they're just so nice to each other. It's loud. It's loud at my house. So I think if you rather you have little teenagers, grandkids, I mean, wherever you are, it can be loud. There can be distractions at home. So it's finding those little steps towards more silence and stillness and just retreating. I love that word, retreating just a bit from the hustle of our daily Chores, jobs that can really be life changing to and so good for your mental and physical health. So, um, this Savior taught us in Matthew that, quote, enter into thy closet and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy Father in secret, end quote. So, sometimes it's going to be finding that space. That takes a little pushing back in our minds and our hearts from the distractions in our lives. And I love this scripture because it says, enter into thy closet. Because quite honestly, I think sometimes that's probably the quietest place in your house could possibly be your closet. Um, My kids don't. I don't know if my kids listen to this, so I might have to move my chocolate stash. But... In my closet, in the back corner, I have a chocolate stash. <laughs> so if I need a moment to just like breathe and have a piece of chocolate, it's in my closet. That is my, my happy place. And it, it actually works for the most part. I can actually have a moment where I can just breathe, have a little like chocolate and open that door and go on my way. So there's power in those small moments of stillness. And they may come to you first thing in the morning when you wake up. So if that's what it is for you, take advantage of that. Even if it's only for a minute. And sometimes, y'all, it might just only be a minute. I get that 100%. But take the minute. Take that time of day, whenever that is, whether it's in the morning Night, middle of the day, whenever you can get a moment of silence and stillness, take it. Don't dismiss it. Take it. Instead of grabbing your phone real fast, take a moment and just embrace that silence. And another thing that you can do to help with this is pray. Pray to Heavenly Father that He can help you. Just have a moment where even a minute, that you can be given that time of silence. And I know that silence is important to God, and I know that he will give that to you if you ask. And so when it comes, whenever it comes, how it comes, like I said, it's going to look different for everyone. So when it comes, take it, embrace it, to be still and to listen And to breathe. So, I want to just touch on really fast um, that there's some of you that might be listening that suffer with anxiety or depression. And sometimes sitting in silence can honestly feel extremely unbearable because of the thoughts and feelings that are coming to your mind that are so loud. And it's hard to stop. And it's hard to listen or even focus. And so I want you to know that I see you too. I have battled with those things in my life before. And I've had to try different things um, to help me be okay to just honestly just sit in silence and listen to what God wants me to know in that day and what He can help me. So I have... One other help that I really want to talk about, um, this last part of the podcast and, um, this will help you. I promise wherever you are, however old you are, whatever trials, stress, life, I promise you this will change your life. Um, so you might, and you might've heard this before that it's, it's good when you're sitting in silence to meditate that can help you be able to help your mind channel your thoughts and work on your breathing. And some of you might be like, I've never done meditation or I'm not good at it or it's hard for me, which I've been on all those things. Um, so I have a help and this is something that I do every day. And if sometimes twice, three times a day, it depends, depends on how the day is going. But what it is, is it's an app and it's called refill my soul. And just those words kind of like lift. I, I feel like they lift your heart up. Um, refill my soul. Because I think we all need that in this busy time and season and stress and uncertainty that we need that that power. So it is a meditation app. And it is free. Um, you can always upgrade to have more access to different meditations, um, but it's amazing. So you can get it through any whatever device um, that you use. They're they're both available. Um, so I wanted to share this especially today about this Refill My Soul app. I've shared it with people before. I've shared it with my friends. I've shared it with family. I've shared it with people, honestly, that I didn't even know <laughs> that you could just tell was having a hard time and needed something to refill their soul. So, um, like I mentioned before, I am not good at meditation. Um, I'm still working on it. This is still a work in progress for me. For example, a few years ago, and we were living in Utah, this has been a long time ago. Um, I attended a yoga class and I had never, I remember this was like my very first yoga class that I had ever attended and um, I heard such great things about yoga and meditation and breathing and it just helps, you know, same, like makes you feel good, right? (sighs) Y'all, I couldn't, I went in there and I was, I was getting started and I don't know what happened to me, but I could not stop laughing. And the teacher actually came over to me and was like, do you need to like go take a moment and get a drink? And I I don't know what happened. I still can't tell you what happened, but I was dying of laughter. And so my meditation that day was probably like negative. So I get, I get it. I see you. Maybe, Maybe meditation does not come easily. And that is why I really, 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 Love this app. And so I am encouraging all of you, when you get a second, because you might be listening in your car or you might be busy or whatever, to find the app, Refill My Soul. And I want you to try it. Okay? I, it doesn't hurt I want to try it to see if it works. Um, it seriously, seriously will help you so much. Um, the topic That you can choose to meditate and listen to um, range anywhere from adversities and trials, angels, be still, faith, healing, hope, love, pain, and peace. And um, the creator of Refill My Soul, she is amazing. I love her. She's become one of my dear friends. Um, Again, through her app and social media, we have been able to connect. And she actually even has, um, meditations for kids and even teens. Um, I've had my teens listen to some of these meditations when they've had a rough day or they just need a moment to just be calm. And so, um, I love it too, because again, time is precious. And I I understand that. And I don't want this to come across like one more thing you have to do on your day. Um, Her meditations for this Refill My Soul app range from anywhere from four to 11 minutes long. And if we're being honest, I think if we all be honest with ourselves, we probably spend at least that much time, probably a lot more um, doing things that Aren't probably helping our soul. And so take the time to do this. Take the time um, to find that time in your day to just be still and listen and know that you need it for you. You need to refill your soul. So um, when I first started this app a while ago, I can't even remember when I started it. Um, I My plan was to wait until my kids went to bed. That was my plan. And I I would start and no joke, I'm not even kidding you, within three minutes of listening to a particular meditation. I I would I had my my AirPods in and I'd be in my room and closing my eyes and I'd feel like tap 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 and like or I'd all of a sudden I hear fighting or mom, I need something. And or what are you doing? Why are you like just sitting there? <laughs> so every time without fail. And that was not working for me. So then I decided, okay, instead of me trying to do this in secret, which I thought was a good idea, um, which still might be for you. I, I included them in this process. And so I told them exactly what I was doing. I told them I was listening to some calming words. And to help me breathe and to help me think and be still and be quiet. And I needed to not be bothered for this, this period of time. And sometimes even like with my youngest, I would tell her specifically how many minutes my meditation was. And so she's old enough to know and keep track on a timer. So I would say, okay, this is seven minutes. Um, Set your timer yourself. And you can, and when it's your timer goes off, then you can come bug me. Um, I shouldn't say bug me. Talk to me. (laughs) Um, so sometimes this may mean including your family on your meditation journey. It may mean including them like in doing it with you, um, doing it as a family. Um, I think that's great too um just don't forget to make sure that you have that time for yourself and then any extra time that you want to put in with your family is is obviously a bonus so i can tell you from personal experience that not a day um goes by that i don't listen to one of these meditations um and like i mentioned before i've there's been days where i've listened to three or four I get them in where I can. Um, Every day is different. And you can probably relate to that in your life. But that, this meditation is the time for me where my stillness is. And I can promise you that if you make the time and you ask Heavenly Father to help you to be able to have these moments of stillness, that it will happen. Um, Both my husband and I have listened, like I said, to many of them during stressful situations. And those have been from either hard days at work or at home or even at the dentist. Sitting in the chair, (laughs) it really helps. Seriously, I'm not even joking you. Um, I have the blood pressure monitor to prove that that the meditation app helps calm down your heart rate. So I'm. it helps, I promise. And so I want you to remember that there's, like I've said in this whole podcast episode today, that there is power in stillness and there's power in breathing. And in each of these meditations, she actually helps you navigate that. She helps you to know how to breathe, when to breathe, Um, And to breathe with a purpose. And you learn to say affirmations. And then also the most important thing is to be still. And there is a moment in each of these meditations that you will sit in silence. And um, just, again, to help you control the thoughts in your mind, that's when you say these these power affirmations and to just embrace that silence. It's not very long so don't don't worry don't go shock yourself but it's just long enough to be able to feel it. Um on her website um she lists the blessings and results that come from meditation and a list and listening to her refill my soul app and honestly they really are life changing. So these are the ones that she listed. She said it can reduce stress, control anxiety, generate kindness, reduce age-related memory loss, lengthen attention span, helps control pain, improve sleep, may help fight addictions, enhances self-awareness, promotes emotional health, decrease blood pressure, yes, amen to that, and It's great because you can meditate anywhere. And with that list that I just mentioned, I can almost guarantee that if not all of them or some of them would be helpful in your life. David O. McKay taught us that, quote, we pay too little attention to the value of meditation. Meditation is the language of the soul and a form of prayer. And so going along with that one of my favorite scriptures is be still and know that I am God. I love that. We've been told that we need to have those moments of stillness in our lives. Um President Russell M Nelson said as commotion in the world continues to increase, so does the need of to seek quiet, sacred times, to hear the voice of the Lord whisper his guidance, comfort, and peace. He goes on to say, discipline yourself to have time alone and with your loved ones. Open your heart to God in prayer, end quote. So, my sweet friends, take the time out of your busy day To meditate, discipline yourself. And if you really need a good place to start, my suggestion to you is to download the Refill My Soul app because there's truly power in stillness. And we just need to remind ourselves how to do it. And when we do it and are consistent, that is when the blessings from heaven will flow into our lives. Um, Like my sweet friend, who again is the amazing designer of this app, was so kind enough um, to give me quite a few um, free codes to give you full access to the app for a month. Um, And so if you are interested in that, feel free to, message me. Um, You can message me on Facebook or Instagram. Um, I'm on both platforms, and you're welcome. For those that want to send me a text, you can too. But I really strongly encourage you to give this a try. Um, Like I said, it's been extremely life-changing for me, and it really has taught me how to be okay with silence And to be able to know and hear God's voice in my life and the blessings that come from just being still and feeling that love from God and knowing that he is aware of you and what's going on in your life, because it's those moments of stillness that he can really encircle you in his arms and his love and be able to Just talk to you about what you need to know to help you get through your day or a trial or whatever it looks like in your life. And so I encourage you to go down that app, Refill My Soul. It's amazing. I promise you won't regret it. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Sleeping Tigers. I will see you guys next week. Have a wonderful week. And don't forget to try to take some Small moments of time to meditate and to be still. See you next time.